0: When you wish upon a star, makes no difference who you are. When you wish upon a star, your dreams come true. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na. So who loves Disney? I do, I do, even though they're doing a lot of different things and some people don't love it anymore and some people do and, you know, all that great stuff of the ego-sensitive human beings who don't even know how to get into just, you know, everybody loves what they love. And for those of us who just love unconditionally, here it is, the whole three-year-old heart. So the human being who is a functional adult is differentiated, able to be their own person, knows the devil, demons don't exist. No, nope. 5D mystic here, not 4D. And so the mind's eye, yes, that exists. And when people see things that exist, it's true. I see plenty of things. So there you go. I mean, again, mystic lady here. Woo For those who do not know mysticism meaning they don't experience it. But no, no demonic possession. So sorry that people actually think yoga brings a demon out of you. No, what your body holds, though, is trauma memory and trauma charges. And if you had an infancy that was really scary and terrifying, well, there you go. But hey, people don't want to look at their home because that's the place that they grew up in. So some people will not. Others will attack it consistently and never really become their adults. And they will live out that whole Uh, Low self-esteem, indirect communication, passive-aggressive. They don't know what healthy anything is because they don't know healthy self-worth. And on that note, I have compassion for all people, but if they're not on a healing trauma journey with a good therapist, then I have what is called the ability to be stable, mature, adaptive, rational, and teachable. And that's what I'm going to do with my face's ass. No, my face's brain. Flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable ass. Let's think about that one. The acronym. Hmm. Astute, smart, and stable. There we go. Uh, How about that? Faces asked, does that work for you all too? Okay, on the very serious note of if you are a person who's sensitive, please go somewhere else because you can go find a good therapist that will help you to get out of being a teenager. And I was a teenager myself. I do remember being like, why are you telling me that? But then I also remember being told that I was too sensitive and I was like, no, I'm not. (laughs) I'm just sensitive, but that's two different things. So let me think, what should I do? Since people do enjoy still teasing, I'm going to learn how not to be sensitive. Yes, how does that work? Oh, wait, my heart, it's a muscle. I have emotions that come out of my body because somehow I can feel it. I'm not stupid. Again, I'm very much aware. Oh, yes, that's right. I'm not terrified by my body's sensations because I have what is called secure attachment. So I have that, me, Maria, and a differentiated self. Oh, look, that person's envious, jealous, spiteful, doing a little bit of, I think it's, I think they're, I'm not sure. Are they doing it on spite? Yeah, I think they are. Do I really care to try and point it out? As a teenager, we all pointed out things to each other. And I remember being told consistently that I was wrong and that I had the ego and nobody else did. So, okay. Now that I'm a grown up, emotionally, I've been a grown up since I was a teenager because that's where consistency is. Only if you can actually say, this is how I feel. Here's my story. And here's the data. Uh, Here's what I would love like to see. And how do we want to talk about it? Okay, so let me use my lovely teenager boyfriend story because he's awesome. He he cheated on me throughout our entire relationship, which was great and dandy. Uh, No, it wasn't. But being polyamorous today, I'll be like, look, polyamory that way, ethical non monogamy, don't bring me STDs. And don't tell me about your shit. If you don't want to, I don't care about it. You know, it all depends. We're grown-ups here. So we we really are only going to be something if you have me smile all the time. Dreamer and doer don't need no doer or only dreamer because, you know, if they're one or the other, they're not doing shit. And we're, there you go, confirmation. So here's what a functional adult, securely attached. We don't need a script. I've never needed a script in my life. I love playing with words so that I can spell out my feelings. And I was too sensitive, so I learned how to spell it out even better. And on that note, (laughs) I love being a grown-up inside my body. So as a teenager, I learned how to become a grown-up because all of the inconsistent asshole teenagers, which we all are assholes, but they, on purpose, to tease, on purpose, to be spite, on purpose. And then, though, the true power of fear came into the mix with all of those liars. So I learned that liar, liar, pants on fire is one thing, and that's a sad story for those people because they want attention and they didn't get it. Liar liars, because they're scared, there's a buttload of them and they all think that they're badass by lying. Oh yes, and then let's go to the ones who are in the unhealed version of themselves as adults and they're all like shaming, blaming, faulting, revenging, pointing fingers at people and saying you have to pick sides of some sort versus no, no, we, we don't pick sides, these end masters are adults. We, we say all human beings are beautiful babies because you all are born, I'm born too, and all human beings either have secure attachment or they might not. They will potentially have not secure attachment and potentially traumatizing attachment, terror. So on that note, nope, no devil, no evil. So sorry for those who continue to believe in the stories. There is Patrick McNamara for proof. He's a neuroscientist. He has proof enough in my book His studies, and there's other neuroscience people as well that teach how the brain works. And as a mystic, again, I know of the mind's eye, I know of seeing things and perceiving them, and they are real. And I have met plenty that I've consulted with for free because they're not on a personal development journey. So, for free, when we use things because they're just curious about their past lives, and then they share with me their nightmares and their horror, and I say, Hey, what happened to you as you were growing up? Ah, okay. So here, let me explain to you a little bit. I'm trauma-informed, and I'm somatic-informed, and I'm attachment-informed. I support people on personal development besides being a mystic who can support you, of course, if you want a Reiki session and or a tarot reading and or an Akashic record reading. However, let me spell this out to you first, please, because your inner and outer well-being is what is of most importance to me, not any of this, which is going to only help you if you can manage your window of tolerance, is what it's called. How do you handle your emotional spectrum, may I ask? Are you able to handle the fear that arises within your body? Because, you know, I have panic attacks. I'm able to handle the uncomfortable in the comfortable of my body because I'm securely attached. And I have an integrated brain. So I'm able to sit while something is happening and allow myself to just maintain groundedness. Can you do this? Are you successful in maintaining groundedness when you have one of your moments of seeing shit? because I can see shit while I'm doing other shit, and I can maintain concentration, of course, the channeled guidance will want to come through at a certain point, I need to pause, but I can maintain myself, because I know self-regulation really well, because again, I have a securely attached body, I need the biased therapist people who are not healed, talking about narcissistic anything, spiritual bypassers, and all those labels, no, no, I'm a direct communicator with myself and others, so How do you handle your shit inside of your body while you're interacting with other people? Hmm. You don't know how to self-regulate. Okay, so here's the deal. I would say good therapy, and then you can add personal development if you want. I'm happy to walk you through a journey. How does that sound? Good? No, you don't want any? Okay, cool. You want the reading. You want to know your past lives. That's okay. You can know whatever. It's your shit, not mine. And lo and behold, there you go. So most people love to hear about their stories, and they don't love to hear about the data. Well, that's because they think it's hard work. Not really, but it is about patience, perseverance, working with your nervous system. You know, I, I you would think that people would want on board with it, but ah, the data's so boring. <laughs> Why bother with it? No, no. Okay, so on that note, we we don't bother doing anything about that except for okay. I I shared with you what, you what your options are. You've chosen your option. I'm completely a person who's going to enjoy your company just the same because I know how to navigate your mood swings because your mood swings are 0 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 but you're an adult so you're really just going to have an attitude and you're going to use words in a way that won't be surprising nor destabilizing because that's what grown-ups we're not destabilized by your again only teenager and, and and even then no destabilization I know my worth you're just being an asshole Okay, emotionally immature people, they're quote-unquote assholes. So are the ones who say, you didn't pick my side. So now that you didn't pick my side, you're an asshole because you didn't pick my side. You're saying that all people are special. And no, no, only some of us are special. It's only the ones of us with the clears. How dare you? You are not mystic. I'm going to say that you're somebody sent from the devil itself. The people love making up shit in their brains. Seriously, it's, it's a fascinating plane. And you got to wonder how they don't recognize how much time they're using just nagging about somebody that they're looking at day in and day out and day in and day out. And they're not really doing anything to work with their own shit. Okay, so let me try and get it's not shit, by the way, but I do like cursing every now and then it gets the point across. Uh, Small emotions are those of people who did not have the ability to maintain their differentiated self. Thoughts and feelings are of your own uh, when they were getting yelled at or, or whatever was happening in their home and they became defective. I didn't. I, I just became silent and, and observant and I would contemplate things in a corner, in fact, so that I could be left alone. I even used the word depressed <laughs> in one of my books. I like to go to the corner and stay alone and to think things and so that nobody will talk to me. And today I understand that. It was hilarious when my hypnotherapist tried to use it as a safe space. I'm like, no, no, I don't go to the corner anymore. I don't actually enjoy that. I, I just sit wherever I am and think in my brain. I don't, I, I don't even know how I got the idea of a corner because I know my mother never sent me to the corner. So I was more like, where did I get that from? Did some teacher do it? You know, like, how did I, how did I think of the corner? And then I thought of my love for cats, personally. And I was like, maybe I was a cat in some of those lifetimes. And since I'm so tiny, I just want to go in a corner and be all by myself. I feel safe and, you know, surrounded by walls, which really, now that I'm an adult, it's like, do you want to be surrounded by walls? Because if you get, you know, a roof falling over your head, you're not going to be able to get out from the the corner. So anyways, okay, back to some stories so that we can get into the emotional maturity and direct communication of functional adults even as teenagers. So as a teenager, the one story I recently shared was when I uncovered that my best friend and my boyfriend had had a little affair, quote unquote, it makes me laugh to this day. I'm like, okay, no big deal, seriously. And the boyfriend of her and I laughed together when we had to go basically even out the scales. And I think it was more that they wanted to even out the scales, but it was also because we were a couple, the four, you know, when you go out with couple friends so we would always go out so it was just now odd because the two of them had basically gone behind our backs (laughs) and now we found ourselves okay we have to even out the scales because this is otherwise it's going to be odd so again uh that's explainable by a lot of different therapists that look into things like that and just people in general Personally, as an adult today, I can say that I I don't really care. But at the time, I do remember it made sense with him, particularly wanting to even out the scales. For me, I believe that I probably would have been indifferent. So I was indifferent with the whole situation and how he chose and we just chose together to address it. And we addressed both of them and said, okay, this is what we're going to do because of needing to even out the scales. And that's about it. And him and I laughed in each other's faces as we went off to, you know, uh, get those scales even. And it's like, really, what what were they thinking? Why the fuck? Now, he was older than my friend. So he was more emotionally mature. And the thing is, this man loved her, fell in love with her. And in fact, I remember what took place following this, not even shortly after, it was because she was about to dump him. She was getting ready to dump him <clears throat> to go back to her ex, her actual teenage lover, who she still loved, and he dies for her. To this day, as an adult, or at least the last time her and I spoke, this man who's now with a partner, children, when he got to write with her, he still loves her and would love to have her as his but. She, on the other hand, um, well, let's see, this is where I find it fascinating. I don't trust what she shares in the sense of I'm not sure she even knows what she wants because of how she approached these two people in general. So that's what I mean by trust. I, I trust that she's still a teenager and an adult, but she's not the only adult who's a teenager. So when I think of people who do things because of the crowd, they're all teenagers. Anything that's an externalized, you're a teenager. You think money's beautiful, go for it. You know, you're going to get money if you want it, but you don't need to be a child about it. You can do a grown-up version of yourself. So, <clears throat> on that note, she was about to dump him, and that's when I wondered if he did what he did to to keep her or if it was a coincidence, and, and I'm saying un, unspecific on purpose. So, long story short, though, they end up getting married. They have... Uh children and they're happily a couple and she's very happy as an adult she said I'm very happy where I'm at in fact I disengaged from having any communication with the other person I thought we could be friends but they're still into me and I was thinking about well yeah they would threaten to kill themselves every time you almost broke up with them what do you what, what makes you think there's any difference you you literally the thing is my friend was not playing very nice, if you ask me. But again, I just thought teenagers were teenagers who are emotionally mature. Now that I'm a grown-up, I realize grown-ups do the same thing, which is why polyamory is really the best route. I don't know why people have such a hard time saying, let's be open to venture off and have ethical non-monogamy versus the non-ethical kind, you know. Very straightforward. If you are not certain of what you want, you don't have to be. This is why we're in twenty twenty-three people. But even in my era <laughs> I can call it an era now, I would say that my friend could have done differently because their indirect communication and they're playing with two people's hearts was something that I shared. You need to just just choose what you're gonna do. I, I this is not good. Um, so they were about to dump the other person because they wanted to get back with their other guy, and that was the part, just decide. so with the boyfriend that she also cheated, you know, with my boyfriend cheated on him, why are you going to, you obviously don't want this dude, <laughs> but the dude was in madly in love with her, and here's where my boyfriend ended up with somebody who was madly in love with him, and some people, when they're madly in love, they, they actually do do things, but at the same time, do they? For all we know, again, coincidence. So here's where a adult person, I raise my hand, as a teenager, all of it just inconsistent and unreliable. So to me, it's the norm. And I'm an adult now. I see the same unreliability by any person who's out there who does not have equanimity and their functional adulthood in the forefront. If they don't have their trauma healed and they are not able to treat every person like a human being, then you don't know yourself yet because you have not gained full relationship with your zero one year old. So you attach panicky are going to keep freaking out about shit that you don't even know. And the three years of your first three years of life are also all sensations. And I'm going to notice every step of the way because you're going to be unreliable because you're going to be reactive versus have a conversation with me. And I don't need you to be in any way, shape, or form actually an adult. So here's where we learn about emotional regulation building skills, the inner growth mindset. People who are envious, jealous, spiteful, and they act like teenagers. I'm gonna keep using these words. So I'm a whole 3 old heart. That means it's a person who feels good, good, great, you, gooey, ooey in your heart, that's it. If you are new, I'm pseudoscience woo-woo lady. I'm a 5D mystic and I really don't want to use any more time explaining too many things I want to get into our conversation but I know that I need to also explain the mindset and the position here so three-year-old whole hearts we are healthy self-worth nobody's superior in fear to any human being eight billion and growing evil does not exist in the way of the devils and scriptures yoga is not the devil don't bring no demonic possession no 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 we know knowledge here neuroscience is what it's called Patrick McNamara look him up And on that note, as a mystic, yes, I know all about the mind's eye. Again, I channel and I guide. So, yeah, it's a real plane. It's not one that takes place on Earth. If you know how to work with your integrated brain, if you depersonalize because you have trauma and you don't solve it, well, there you go. I got answers for you. But most of those negative people, they have a problem for every solution. And there's your adaptive child because they're already going to start. No, no, I'm right. You're wrong. Okay, go. Ciao, ciao. Bye bye. Shoo, shoo. So on that note. Back to when instead you know how to directly communicate and you are a whole three-year-old heart. You know exactly how you are as a person. I, Maria, I, human being here, consistency is one of those words that is key. We are all a pattern, but some of us are aware of our own patterns. Okay. Awareness. If I get pissy in my pants, which I don't anymore as an adult because of realizing just how many emotionally immature, unavailable, brokenhearted three-year-olds there are out there, people who do not know about their trauma, people who do not know about their home, they don't know anything about themselves. So they act teenagerish their entire life. Okay. As a teenager, I still knew that I liked to just allow myself to speak in a way that will be grounded. Okay my lovely girlfriend, whatever happens, I find out from my boyfriend after basically saying, I know the truth, just, just spell it out, spill the beans, dude, let's get it over with, stop being a baby about this, because I'm tired of babies, I'm tired of the childish behavior, we're grown-ups now, we're getting there, what are we doing, (laughs) what is this? So I was, I was, I was fed up with the childish behavior, because it was understandable up to a certain point, but after three or four years of a relationship, if you're still doing this, there's, there's, so there's more to it. You need to just decide what you want in life because that's how straightforward it is and I'm going places and you don't have to come. We don't have to be an item. There's no need. Life is one. 24 hours is what we have. You either add to my life and I'm happy of having you or no and there you're out. That's teenager me. You're out. That's it. Today, a little bit more flexible just because I don't actually consider it more flexible. I just have people, around, oh, you know, like one of my friends who's a friend now and people love to tease the relationship because they're like "Ah, you're always complaining but you're you you always have fun together this is ridiculous They're, they're all teenagers again I will complain because the person has traits that are annoying the same way they will not complain because they're a grown man who doesn't even know what a grown man means because they don't want to get out of their pattern of behavior so in my book I'm just dealing with a lot of children who don't know how to just you know be actually interesting but they know how to be clowns and let's have fun laughing and that's good it's good to laugh that's why I don't need them to be serious I I learned so what I'm saying is any person who's using their brain with full capacity does understand what weather talk is what clowning around is and you know some of us like substance so if I'm going to be substance I'm always substance I don't need people to be substance People and us, we share what is called life. So you want to clown around? I can have fun with clowns. (laughs) And what I know how to handle is myself because I choose to. As a teenager, I did not ever, to this day, I do not enjoy being a person who has to become upset because I just don't find it necessary. And remember, we hold each other the way we're held And so firmness is the word that comes to my mind, as well as maintaining the ability to self-regulate my nervous system. This is equanimity. This is the land of a healthy, self-worth person. So to my friend, I go after seven days. I said it because I believe at the time it would take me seven days to process emotions. That's why, because I knew, again, when you look at yourself, you know how you work. So I said, okay, I need need time away from this person right now. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to see them. I don't want anything to do with them because they lied to me. And I know that this is going to affect how I have a conversation. And I don't want to be affected. I don't want a tainted mouth while I'm speaking to somebody because there's no need for me to be there. So process the emotion it is. Processing it, it did. And I went and talked and found out the same thing that the teenage boyfriend had and any other human being bearing on the face of this planet that doesn't know how to spell out the truth is, I was afraid that you would reject me. I was afraid. Okay, but I, you knew that I don't reject people. I don't understand. I think what it is, is confidence scares the crap out of people. And that was all I gathered from that. And now that I'm an adult, what I know is here, people don't want to be vulnerable with each other. Thank you, trauma therapist. So on that note, as we move forward with our lovely conversation, securely attached people aren't going to use their time, men, women, days, with people who are emotionally immature or unavailable. And what I mean by that is we hang out with people. I can clown around. I can sit and be a statue. I can sit and be a doofus. I can sit in any environment and be happy. And when there's envy, jealousy, spite, revenge, and little petty behaviors, what I call it, we will notice it. And the person who's completely in their sphere of Zen masteryhood, enlightenment the human way, it's called being a somatic empath. It's called you knowing enough about trauma to know there is no devil or demon or evil. So when I'm around people who are misaligned, I know that they're poor souls, no, they're poor infant zero one-year-olds. I don't need to use the word soul. It's a human being who did not get securely attached or something has to have happened for sure because they're not treating their body well. They're not having great relationships. Their envy, spite, jealousy, revenge is all an indication of their low self-esteem in their nervous system. Their default mode network is hypervigilant, wanting hypersexual potential activity with sex, drugs, food, alcohol. They consistently are not smart. No, no. If they were, they would notice their high-functioning habits that are not really great for their brain They would know they were killing themselves slowly. They would know so many things. So anyone who wants to use the word smart in my book, if you're treating your body like shit, yeah, I don't think so. I think you want to play smart and you might be high functioning in a way that isn't helpful to you though. You didn't learn how to harness your sweetness and you can do all the sad guru you want or spirituality or yoga. If you don't understand the breakdown of your psychology, you won't know why you continue to seek out certain types of patterns because there are people who live their actual unresolved trauma as high functioning individuals. They learn how to become the emblem of perfection with an unhealthy body. And that is something that a smart person will see because we know about trauma, informed shit. I raise my hand. Okay, so this is something that is for the community of IHP that's growing. When we see people, we see people if a person, whether they be one of those uh, organized categories in the DSM model and all of that, we don't use words like that. I don't go around trying to diagnose people. I've met people who are like, oh, I'm going to have fun studying people. What are you talking about? Why are you studying people? They're not subjects of your scientific, what is this? Are you a scientist? Are you, you should get their permission. You know that, right? Like, what are you doing out there in the world studying people? That's not, Nice. The people who have the not securely attached bodies, they don't know that their brain works like my brain. I, I know my brain works like their brain. We're all, again, a pattern. The difference is my brain uses neuroplasticity with my prefrontal cortex. And that's because I grow smarter, not in my amygdala, which is going to keep me reactive so the amygdala that's growing is because those frontal lobes are squished down and your neuroplasticity is being used. And there's how a lady was explaining it. And she's a neuroscientist. So she knows it better than I can do a job. But I understood exactly what she was talking about. Because I know what a person in their rudeness is, their prefrontal lobe is down, they're squished down, their trauma safety, I'm ready to get running away or to attack you. So There you go. They get looked in the eyes. They're feeling terror by the minute. I'm not because I have a higher functioning because I'm not afraid of a human being because I didn't get terrorized by my parent or by my household. So, again, very serious business. Let's talk about smarts, shall we? So if I see a high functioning CEO, but they're miserable, mm, I'm going to say, yeah, you, you obviously didn't learn from the good trauma experts how to get a hold of yourself. You can look very pretty on the outside. You could do all of the excellent CO stuff that you're learning. If you didn't learn how to get into compassionate mode, it's because you didn't actually access your zero-one-year-old yet. You didn't break down and cry yet in a way that says, wow, okay, wait a minute, I have this terrifying experience that me grow into a person who can be soft in my body because it's my mammalian heritage. It's my right as a human being to be myself, my human nature, which is love. Some people, they're not interested. They like the human suffering kind, the drama land. So those would be all, again, human suffering narrative art, evil exists, dark, evil, light, all this battleship, and they don't love all people, and they don't have compassion. Okay, that's not what we are about. We're about the human love narrative. We're about compassion. We're about learning how emotional maturity, inconsistency, these are all people somehow, shape or form. We don't know their story. They can know their own story. If they want, they will share it once they've successfully obtained their inner growth mindset, yes, and become their spiritually awakened person. So once they're done being in their brain, thinking of people that are successful and that are rich and or that are doing their thing using their brain and that they are envying and fuming in their nostrils by, So some people, they actually sit in stuff like this, which is really sad. And no, the 5D mystic does not pick it up in the same way that the 4D does. But the 4D, like a teenager room and mean girls, they're all over that stuff. Okay. On that note, when we see that from afar, we'll recognize it because the energy is very small. Because the energy is of a child that is not being held by the adults. And therefore, it is still actively that same zero one with a heartbroken three-year-old with a teenager who is self-loathing, self-deprecating, self-doubt. They don't know how to trust their inner compass. And on that note, let us, in fact, Patrick, as always, a gaslit child will become an adult who does not trust their own compass. Let us talk. When we get stuck, not trusting our built-in compass, our inner child runs us on self-doubt and codependency examples. Not trusting red flags in dating because we don't want to be mean or alone or judgy. I'm probably wrong or mean about them being so late all the time. Not setting boundaries or addressing conflict because what if I'm wrong and I'm just being a pain and it probably isn't as big of a deal as I'm making out to be. Not getting out of situations that no longer serve us. They're probably right. I can't do better than this. We can overcome self doubt by spending time looking at our childhoods and find concrete, specific examples when the adults were abusive about reality and rewrite them. Okay, before we keep moving on, so this is Patrick Tihan. I'm going to share with you how a securely attached person, raise your ma- I'm raising my hand, three old whole hearts, raise your hand because I'm about to share with you what I even as a teenager. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was a smart ass and a person who people would not, like my best friend said, I was afraid, but you know I'm forgiving. Yeah, but uh, you're also very, very much like you know where you're going stuff kind of deal. Like, yeah, that's true. Okay, confidence. It scares people. I'm probably wrong or mean about them being so late all the time. I don't give a shit if I'm wrong. You're late all the time. What the fuck? Mm -mm, Are you going to be late all the time? Make up your mind. Which one is it? Because I'm tired of having to wait. Uh, you should have heard me yelling at one of my lovely boyfriends every time they were late. I was like, dude, it seems like you got the cloud of the unlucky person. What What are you doing? Why is this happening all the time? What the hell? Okay, so we don't shut our mouths because people don't know how to, you know, talk about things. Okay, number one. So no, we don't do the. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I can be wrong. It don't matter. I'm going to speak up. What if I'm wrong and I'm just a pain? I'm going to be a pain. That's what I'm going to do. And it doesn't matter if they think I'm going to be making a big deal of it. I am going to make a big deal of it until they actually give me an answer that satisfies what I want to dress because there's always a way to meet in the middle. That's what consistent. We just want cons. just show consistency, please. They're probably right. I can't do better than this. Mm, Yeah, no, this, this one. Now, this one has made me laugh my entire life. As a teenager, <laughs> when I got dumped by my teenage boyfriend, not even a month into, I'm like, wow, this is so amazing! Thank goodness he broke up with me. And ever since then, I can tell you this: I have never once thought of I can't do better than this because here's what I am: I'm possible. Yeah. What is it, Albert? Oh, stay away from negative people. They only have a problem. Yes, they do. A problem for every solution, like a pieces of suffering shit every time. No, because humans this. No, because you, no, you can't. Wow, you have a lot of cants in these mouths of yours. So some of us don't lose our compass because we know when we're not listening to it on purpose. And then we're like, you know what? My compass is way better than those compasses of those teenagers. All the teenagers I met, Self-doubt, and I have met people the not trusting red flags in dating because we don't want to be judgy or mean or alone. Yeah, I have one of my, if not more than one. Every time this happens, dude, stop doubting yourself, dude. Are you sure? Are you sure you want to go? But yeah, and then oh, I was stupid. I I didn't trust myself. Okay, when we gonna learn to trust? Never. Okay, then there you go. So some people choose never to trust themselves because they don't actually do this right here. Good trauma, childhood, charge parts, all of it. Because if you are still your own inner child, you're going to do basically, I will doubt myself. And then I'm going to go with the 4D and talk about people for the rest of my life. As I see those commenters, it's been 40 years and now they're coming back around. And I'm like, wow, you actually think somebody's going to come back around after 40 years? Oh my gosh. Okay, lady or gent that's uh, pretty extreme. But then again, it makes sense because, you know, love is love. So, hey, but why are you commenting? Why do you feel compelled to have to comment on a reader's YouTube video, which is, you know, entertainment purposes only because, you know, make sure those disclaimers get, get shared. But, but wow, I, I can just say this is one thing. The 4D mystics, though, they give the teenagers, the adaptive children, they need the 4D mystics. Because they're all over the envy, jealousy, the mean girl type scenario with girls and boys. And, and wait, there's that song, when girls and boys and what is it? It's a, I think, 60s, 70s. So, okay, here's where Patrick, let's read a little bit more. We can overcome self-doubt by spending time looking at our childhoods and find concrete, specific examples when the adults were abusive about reality and rewrite them. So, number one, he says, It is your fault I am feeling this way. He says, this is weaponized shame and blame. Journal. Uh, He has a little pen at the end of it. Okay, number two, we are a normal loving family. And he says, when it is toxic and dysfunctional. (laughs) Number three, your mother loves you. You are just so difficult. And turning the victim into the abuser. Yes, so this is very journal. Journal. He says, as kids, we have to surrender to our parents' lack of reality because they have all the power. No, that's not true. This is the part. Differentiated selves, we don't surrender to shit. It's not a parent. It's not a teacher. It ain't, a, it ain't no one. No one. We don't surrender. That's why we also don't surrender to the whole universe. <laughs> I surrender. Perfect timing. There ain't no fucking perfect timing. Are you done with the, let's surrender to some stars? And what I love about being a mystic is the fact that I have a relationship with the stars and space. And the intelligence of this lovely field. And that I can bring sciences, spirituality, all of it. And I'm the pseudoscience lady again. But it's just amazing. As we learn about being a human. With our human love narrative. I'm so gifted. A gift. Not gifted me. Gift, I'm so gifted with life. Is what I was trying to get. I know that sounds. But I, I, we're all gifted. Okay. So serious note. To me, Maria. All people are gifted. We can't do life without each other, the part about there being unresolved trauma and dysfunctional and dysregulated situations, we might never move into having all functional adults because it's a choice to move into becoming equanimous and your integrated brain and restorative embodied self. And it would involve you looking at your own household and your own mannerisms and and things that it's not only about the movies, it's actual people who consistently choose their survival mode and they're okay with it because they think and feel alive from a place of survival mode. And they don't know about pseudo aliveness. And even if you explain it to them, they're going to be like, yeah, but I still like it better. And that's a real deal. They're going to say they like to be traumatized better than not because they don't use that word. They'll just use the, oh, well, I want to be in my fight. I want to be in my survival mode. I want to use my venomous... They, I, I bet you pff, there's going to be a bunch of different ways people can use that. For now, they still have the devil, evil, and other stupid stories. But um, they're stupid now. Obviously, they were not stupid way back when. As kids, we have to surrender to our parents' lack of... Real- Let's correct those three, he says. Okay, so number one, it's your fault. I'm feeling this way, he says... I am shaming you about my own shitty feelings to gain power and sympathy. And let's remember that those people who do this, it's your fault that I'm feeling this way. They don't know how to self-regulate. Okay, so just remember, it's not about you pointing this out to them. This is about you journaling and supporting yourself. And then knowing how to handle somebody who shares that. I don't do anything to your feelings. It's your nervous system, not mine. I can try to work around it, but I don't know if I will successfully do it. I can't regulate your nervous system. So having an answer to something that is, I'm going to blame you about the feeling, it's very easy. You can, you can tell me I, I'm blaming. You, you can do that. I get it. You're upset. I don't have anything to do with your nervous system, but you're upset. So we, we can work it out. You want to work it out? Let's, let's hug it out. That way we can activate our ventral vagal states right now. But for what he's giving you, this is an exercise for yourself to write out and become aware of. Number two, we are a normal loving family and I am denying and minimizing dysfunction and not using my power to fix things for the kids. Now, this is where the power needs education. Some people don't know about the good trauma therapist and some people they do, but they don't believe in them. They believe in their ancient silverbacks who tell them that yoga is devil, demonic and so is spirituality and that everything is going to hell because nobody is following the wrath of God church anymore. Okay, so there you go. And the wrath of anything shouldn't have a person know about that being dysfunctional and dysregulated. But no, no, some people think that you need to be in wrathful positions to have control. So they are terrified themselves about being human and they don't have trust in humanity because they in fact didn't come from a home where they could be safe. No, no, they were terrified. So some of us, again, we know the difference and we know that a loving anything is a person who can be equanimous. And so even in the moment of we're normal and loving, well, we we are loving in a way, but normal also really, I think what we want to understand is how can we get our nervous systems and our mouths to work a little bit better in the household. But for purposes of journaling, again, you, you get to journal. Three, your mother loves you. You're just so difficult. I'm making you into the problem, not protecting you, and not addressing how abusive your mother is because I'm a coward. Okay, so this is obviously the expression of a teenager who's very upset. And this, the wording. The wording of an adult would be, I am a person who has unresolved trauma, and so I cannot protect myself or you because I was not able to protect myself or you. So my nervous system is in an altered state right now, And I'm not addressing this behavior that is abusive and dysfunctional because as a person in a role, and I was taught this same role, I'm not a coward, but I am afraid. So yes, I am a coward. I'm reacting with stress. So I am also ignorant, though, and I'm also not able necessarily to learn things because the church is going to tell me that yoga and spirituality and mindfulness is all the devil. And I'm going to think that it is the minute I have a dream of the devil and I'm like, oh no, I'm being possessed. And there's 4D who talk about energy vampires and dark auras. So how how dare I even open one tarot anymore because I'm being possessed by the devil. Okay. And I'm trying to make points with all of the different things we talk about people. So he goes on to say, it is very powerful to start calling things for what they are in our present lives, but we can't do that until we start calling out the abuse for what it was in our childhood. So abuse is the word he uses. I will use a different word because those parents were also, they in their turn, abused. So just learning that people... So here, imagine trusting yourself and your amazing built-in intuition. And trusting that your compass can be true... Number one, you trust yourself and amazing intuition when you first can know yourself. And on that means you have some time of deciding how to take a look at do you handle direct communication with emotional maturity in your relationships or not. And that's where we'll use some examples. So exercises and journals, they're helpful. You want to allow yourself to Remember, every person begins life as a zero-one-year-old. So every parent was that. Those who I share with and the IHP content is for people who want and are willing to be their own secure attachment, safe haven, secure base. So you are willing for yourself to self-regulate. And you're not desiring to have the crowd... Come rally behind you and point a finger, shame, blame, fault, and revenge, your parents, your household, the system, or anything of that matter. Okay? So if instead you feel that you need to be vindicated, if you will, if you have that energy, then go to Patrick Tiahan. He's great. He has, he's he's a therapist and he has a community and you will get wisdom from him. And you can go and have the pointing of fingers because as you just heard, he will have, he's not trying to project. This is not what he's doing but they're recovering together and there's a processing of the emotional vulnerability that takes place for those who have had childhood trauma. So here's why I'm creating a group and separating because for me and IHP, it's all about the whole three-year-old heart. If you are not there yet, then you need someone like him so that you can get there. And one day you will want to be here with us to say, we're all special. We're all gifted some of us were not lucky because those parents were not lucky. And that is where the unresolved trauma is not lucky for anyone to be in survival mode. Okay. So it's not about a God or an evil. It's about a human being becoming a person who does not have a securely attached self-regulated bull nervous system because there's zero, one, two, three, four. Okay. Trying to spell it out as straightforward as possible. So on that note, let me just say again, here is where we Zen masters, because we will be with the people and as they pick on the compulsive thief, we'll be like, what are you doing? And they will say you need to kick them out. And we'll be like, no, you need to forgive them. And then again, we don't do any of that necessarily. We're just going to go pick up the compulsive thief and, 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 and share with them what's going on. And we will have a lot more results ourselves because we are looking as a person to another person, you're whole and I'm whole, what do we want to talk about, what's going on, let's chit chat, shall we, and when those non-disciples come around and try to stick fingers and ears and get those who are supporting another person to shame, blame, fault, or revenge, we're going to be like, fuck off, fuck off, and fuck off, so we'll do the forgiving, but eventually it'll be fuck off, and uh, they will fuck off, because they don't want to forgive, And we already knew they were non-disciples to begin with because they circled one human being or whatever it is, and they began to be asshole teenagers. And that's the word that I'm going to use again, because emotional maturity at the basics with the good, meaning they were not unlucky, 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 is teenage behavior. If they're unlucky, unlucky, then they got a lot more shit to unpack. And they can unpack it with a good therapist or with people and be in good relationships. So healthy self-worth is we're all humans, we're all gifted, we all are at the same time people who are led by emotions. If you're not able to be loving yet, there's a reason for it. You can figure it out if you want to. And if you don't, well, there you go. When we know that all people are not a threat unless they have a physical weapon, we address them with our mouth and we learn how to be of a respect tone and to spell out when I went to my best friend I was using that one as the story so I found out xyzdefg I'm wondering why you didn't tell me the truth okay you were scared yes you also threw somebody else under the bus why did you do that okay you didn't know what to do Mm, I see you do know me, we've been best friends for this many years, like, you know everything about me, what made you not aware that I would be open to talk, I don't understand, you simply were afraid, that's it, or or maybe she had no words, I don't remember, (laughs) I just said, it would have been nice had you told me the truth immediately, instead of me having to find out this way, because I wouldn't have said anything, I know how he is, I know that it's just, you know, it's not a big deal, it happened, but it would have been nice had you just been able to spell out the truth versus lie to me and then all of this, so we hugged it out and that was that, because love doesn't change, because our relationships are not built based on you do what I want you to do, for the functional adult, for the emotionally mature human being, we don't say we love you and then we take it back we mean it. Otherwise, we won't say it. We don't build a relationship and then say we're going to plan on rupturing that relationship the minute you don't show up for me the way I show up for you. That, that, that's very not uh, necessary or, or, or nice. And, and it's just like, what, what is this? <laughs> are we keeping tabs? Those are adopted children. Those are insecure people. Those are people who are basically needing to attach to each other for their zero one-year-old wants reassurance between each other those of us who are functional adults, we don't attach to others because they are attachment figures. We in fact don't attach to them that way because we are securely attached within our own selves. So our relationships are unconditionally loving. With whole three year old hearts, that's how it works. You do you, I do me. You're a shit. No, you're a shit. Fuck you, fuck you. So when Sadhguru speaks, I don't know if he recognizes, I don't think he does, He is talking about a functional adult, enlightenment the human way is a functional adult, it's a human being with their mammalian heritage, no trauma in your brain, nothing lingering, you have integration of the brain, you use your left and right mode, your prefrontal cortex works great, your hippocampus, your connectome, and your corpus callosum, that's what yoga supports, and also spirituality, all of that stuff, the... um, Mindfulness, meditation, and the compassion intervention. Those help your embodied brain with your nervous system. All of that is pillars to the mind and your brain structure. Okay, and I was trying to get to one more thing. Being able to have an open heart, open gut, an open mind. Being able to remember that our relationships are, first of all, established from our own way of handling ourselves in our household. And then for the ability to bring forth what we want with each other it is about becoming adults of course for those who want to be emotionally mature adults whether you are polyamorous or monoamorous and so whether you agree to have extended expanded romantic relationships or that whole concept of a1 the1 and it's a concept that is interesting to evaluate we'll have an episode on that one times the other day. When you are aware of your zero, one year old, this is why it's a concept that is interesting to evaluate, because unlike what 4D does with their whole oversoul, for me today as a mystic with an oversoul, but also the trauma-informed and the availability of an emotionally available person is only if they're securely attached. So it's not about special gifts, people. Our clairs are not special gifts. We all have a nervous system and an embodied brain. This is why gifted, we're all gifted. No person is more special or less. The whole Nietzsche with his superior human being, he's a teenager just as much as any other person who needs to keep on using words to describe our human nature as one group being better than another. It's called unhealthy self-worth. You have low self-esteem in your body the minute you need to continue to compare yourself to somebody else. I won't be telling you that personally. So the the equation of what a smart adult does is we're going to smile and nod, smile and wave, Because it is in the minute that you're putting yourself above or below someone that I know you don't know what you're talking about. When I was being, uh, I think I was mentioning something about the aspect of where you feel that you're not, you know, good enough. Yeah, Uh, there are times where as a teenager, all I did was recognize people are not cowards in the sense of cowards. They're cowards because they're afraid. They're cowards for a lot of reasons because they say things they don't mean, but whenever it would be where it's like, I don't have my worth depending on you. (laughs) Wow, you're cocky. Mm, Not really. Is this cockiness? I call it confidence. I call it normal. I call it that I'm not going to doubt my fucking self and I don't even know how you are doing what you're doing right now. Today, as an adult, I know it's called shame, self-loathing, and I feel sad for any of those people, but you know what I've learned is they don't feel sad for themselves. No, no they want to be manipulated. No, they don't want to. They want a parental figure to give it to them the way that they should be getting it. So I move away when I see shame being used as, no, no, I'm right to feel that I'm lesser than. Really? Okay, then go and get your lovely codependent type relationship to make sure to whip you into shape because apparently you need to be whipped and uh, controlled or you wanted control and you, you're you're barking up the wrong tree here no one's uh, controlling shit unfortunately again lots of women men days they, they don't really realize they're reliving it's sad like we're gonna have so many interesting conversations my lovely community but it's sad to see people playing out their charged states now that I have those words and it's really sunk in. So polyamory is the most amazing of words that I've encountered since I was a teenager. I was polyamorous. I just didn't know it. And I was also securely attached. I just didn't know it. As an adult sharing with my lovely HP community, if you are a person who understands what I said, no one's more superior. No one has more gifts then you are a whole three-year-old heart. If your person is, no, no, some people, you go do your shit. (laughs) I'm letting you know that some people and your need to do the, no, no, but only some, that's your zero, one-year-old. You still want to be given a thumbs up and a thumbs down from your family of households. You still want a hug. It's okay. You can go and keep on getting hugs from people. Some of us don't need that hug because it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, No, I said nobody is superior or inferior. I don't know what you don't understand from what came out of my mouth. And I don't need to take your side. I don't do codependent relationships. You don't need me and I don't need you. And if this is a problem, then we obviously are not emotionally mature independent lovers, which means we're not lovers at all because a lover can only be a lover if they love their self with their flaws and imperfections and have no fucking doubt of who they are. If you have a doubt of who you are, then I know you are unreliable. That's all I know. You're an inconsistent piece of consciousness. In fact, that's what's been confirmed year after year after year of my life if a person's not securely attached. And when I see the little passionate attachment, people telling the anxious how to do things, I'm like, wow, you're a teenager still all over that one. But there's a journey for every one of us. My journey to be able and embody unconscious love has been beautiful. I continue to just love every minute of it. That's where you will know what you are embodying the minute you start to focus. Some people, it's justice. Some people, it's fairness. Some, I love, mine is love. That's all it is. I want to embody love. I chose it. I am it. We are it. And that's your oxytocin gene hormone. It's you in an integrated brain, people. Being able to say, uh, fuck you for real, not pretend. Or, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. I'm going to go now, but we'll see you. We'll see you later, yeah? Yeah, I'll see you later. Sure, I will. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Go to your master. I'm sure that they'll whip you into shape. Go to your, you know, whoever it is you're praying to, whatever person is going to dictate to you what to do in life next, who's going to teach you how to be the piece of shit that you think you are. I have nothing to, again, say to people except for, Educate yourself and for the ones who are for demystics, they're not bothering with education. They they're too much of on a high with what they get to do. And the people who follow them are on a high. So a bunch of teenagers. You, you don't need movies. I don't do movies because all I, I get to do is oh wow, that turret over there. Wow, they just made up oh my gosh, this this as a tourism stuff is amazing. <laughs> wow. So I, I'm I'm always speechless. And on that note, when we have secure attachment relationships, again. Mwah. Intellectually, emotionally, they're amazing. They're amazing people. The ones who are growing into their human nature. The ones who are wanting the human suffering, that's not our nature. They, they, they chose the medieval time. They're bringing it, they're, they're keeping the scales balanced. See, we have a higher and lower torrid field. Some people, they choose to stick to the lower one. Uh, go figure. No, at the end of the day, that lower and higher torrid field, I don't think it works that way. FYI. Because again, balancing out is something that we do in our own day-to-day as we work with our emotional plane and our zero-one-year-old is part of it. So if you don't have the ability to securely attach within yourself, if you don't have the ability to be your own safe haven, to self-regulate yet, if you don't have the ability to be a secure base for yourself, so to follow the things that you enjoy learning about, if you don't have the ability to be what is called emotionally mature, you don't have the ability to be your functional adult yet. You can't do direct communication Because essentially, besides gaslit, it doesn't even matter that because there are plenty of people that will do gaslighting all on their own and they don't know that they're a person who has trauma. And we that will, will notice it. Like I always said, when I was a teenager, I'd be like, You have an ego. I have an ego. We both have. No, no, only you do. No, I I don't believe that's how it works. Yes, yes, only you do. You're wrong. I'm a grown-up. The same thing goes. So adaptive children or functional adult, one or the other. For IHP, it's functional adults who want to learn how to handle themselves. The trauma information, somatics, all of it doesn't mean we're going to be filtering our mouths for people. No, it means we're going to know when we're in the presence of a person who has what is true self-worth versus the ones who don't. So anytime you get envy, jealousy, spite, uh, vindictiveness, whatever it is, those, those energies, people trying to figure shit out, they're, they're, they're all... Basically, like mean girls. So they're not cowards in the way of I'm not a grown-up. No, they're actual cowards because they're afraid of life and they don't even know that their default mode network is still living their actual traumatizing experiences from low self-esteem. They can move out of it. We get to work with those who want to be grown-up three-year-old whole hearts and have a joy ride because it's one life. And then to spread the word and, and try to build better personal development relationships because that's really awesome. And we can also change the world because we're using more of our brains. Integration of the brain. It's the inner and outer well-being of us. We'll be back with more. Have a great day.